0: Hello, my name is Jill Coyle, and welcome to another episode of No One Dies From Divorce, where we talk the nitty gritty aspects of divorce and help each other come through this not only surviving, but thriving. I'm a divorce attorney, and I'm interviewing other experts and people just like you who are going through or have been through a divorce, so you can have the latest and greatest information on all things before, during, and after divorce. Let's dive in. Hello, welcome to another episode of No One Dies From Divorce. This is our celebrity edition, and I'm actually really excited to talk about this celebrity. It's Johnny Depp and Amber Heard's messy court battle. And I'm really excited for my guest today to kind of help me talk about this salacious gossip. Sterling Swank. Hi, Sterling.
1: Hey, Jill. How's it going?
0: So Sterling works with me at Coil Law, and he's one of our newer associates, but um, he's been with us now almost six months, and um, he's been just hardworking and really kind of dug his heels in to learn the, the law and to help our firm, and I really just appreciate you wanted to say that. But let me tell you a little bit about Sterling. So he was born in Utah, but had the opportunity to live all over the country, including time spent in Tennessee, Georgia, Washington State, and most recently in Iowa. Sterling received his bachelor's degree in philosophy from the University of Utah. After graduating from the U, he packed up his bags and moved to the Midwest. Three years later, he received his Juris Doctorate from Drake University Law School in Des Moines, Iowa. After graduating from law school, Surrey made his trip back to Utah and joined the Utah State Bar in 2019 and then Coil Law as an associate shortly after. Prior to becoming a part of the Coil Law team, he was he worked in the Drake Legal Clinic, providing legal services for criminal defense clients and to young people facing juvenile delinquency charges. Sterling has a passion for the legal system, ensuring the best outcomes for his clients and their family. In his off time, Sterling loves spending time outdoors camping, hiking, or taking a scenic ride on his motorcycle. So welcome to the show, Sterling. Thanks, Joe. Oh my gosh. It's so fun. This this was A podcast I was actually very, very excited to do Um, when Sterling and I decided to do a celebrity. Sterling was the one who said, can we do it on Johnny Depp? And I was like, absolutely. Because you guys, they have been in this immense divorce, domestic violence battle for now. It's been several years. And I think that it is a lesson that can be be utilized and learned from in lots of our cases. I mean, it's exactly directly related to what we do every yeah. day.
1: Yeah. And and this is one of the things that you see like from time to time. And I find it interesting because now you're getting to see it from the other perspective. Where normally like if there's like a domestic violence claim, it's usually against a man. Whereas like this is kind of the reverse of it.
0: Yes. And what we know is that you know, Amber Heard made these horrible allegations and we're going to get through the timeline of it. And from, you know, when she made these allegations, it was very prominent in the Me Too moment. It was, this happened to me. And of course, people want to support a domestic violence person. They want to, you know, make sure she's heard. And in this specific case, Johnny Depp really took the brunt of it. And, um, but what is interesting is we're going to talk a little bit about council culture now. Um, the fallout that has happened from Amber Heard making these accusations against Johnny Depp. And now the information that's coming out to possibly, to, you know, clearing Johnny Depp's name to show it's not happening.
1: Yeah. And and one of the most, and, and I guess we can get into this a little bit later, but one of the things that I found like particularly damning and helpful for him was that her previous like um significant others have actually come to his defense.
0: Yeah. It's it's actually interesting because Johnny Depp's also not backing down. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is been denied the allegations from the very very beginning and um he is not backing down, which makes you, you know, raise an eyebrow to think, okay, maybe there is a little bit of um you know, validity into what he, you know, him claiming that this never happened. And, um, and it's, it's interesting how it's going to be play out. So, um, I want to talk about a little bit about the timeline. Um, cause I think that it's really, really important, um, to, to talk about it. So, so in two thousand nine, let's just talk from the beginning. Yeah. Um, Depp met Heard on the set of the Rum Diary. Um, Amber Heard is really pretty. Yeah. <laughs> I know I know her from, you know, her character in Aquaman. hmm Um, that's kind of where I felt like Amber Heard became really a household name. Yeah. Um, if you don't know, she's the what what is she an Aqua woman? She's the or Aquaman, she's like the princess. princess. Yeah. yeah. You know, with the red hair, she looks completely different without her wig on from Aqua. Oh,
1: yeah. Well, and and one of the things like in the timeline that I find particularly interesting, I haven't seen The Rum Diary, but like I read like a quick synopsis of it. And it's kind of interesting the parallels that their personal lives like run with the movie because the movie is about to like her character is in a relationship and starts cheating on her husband with Johnny Depp. And, like, if, like, following the timeline, like, 2009, both of them were in relationships at the time. And then, like, they their relationship kind of picked up around 2011 when he was still married um, yeah. to his previous wife. And she was in a relationship. Um, she
0: was engaged to another man. But they were working together on the Rum Diary. And she, she was even quoted saying in 2011, working with Johnny was torture. It was better than I ever imagined, which is really saying something. Yeah. So... I mean, clearly they had a connection. Clearly things were going well. They were both dating other people, which this is very, very common in the Hollywood circle. Um, You know, monogamous relationships are very unheard of. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Well, when you've got that many gorgeous people around, I I could see temptation lurking its head.
0: Right. And we talk a lot about MPD personality disorder, um, narcissistic personality disorder, histrionic personality disorder, grandiose. And Hollywood is just a breeding ground for this because, you know, when you make that much money, when you have people doing everything for you, it's a natural tendency to start believing that you're better than everybody else or that you have this kind of, you know, like, it, like God given like you do this for me and I have this power over you kind of and it's 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 completely unhealthy but we can oh, go yeah. down a rabbit hole about oh
2: yeah about
0: culture in Hollywood um another day. So yeah, they started dating in two thousand twelve. Um it was also in two thousand twelve that Depp and his longtime partner Paradis publicly announced their separation after fourteen years of dating. Depp has two children with Paradis, Lily Rose, born in nineteen ninety nine and John Christopher in two thousand two so a couple of things that I remember about his relationship with his um you know partner was the the fact that they never got married, yeah, they were very i think against the um idea of the traditional marriage a a very very like Johnny Depp, or sorry, Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. If you remember, it was like, they weren't going to get married until, you know, all people could get married or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so, I mean, 14 years, that's actually kind of a lifetime in relationships oh, in yeah. Hollywood. Yeah. And so the fact that they were together for 14 years, and I'm just going to come out and say this right now, she has come out and publicly testified And stated Johnny was never a violent person with her. He was very, very kind. He's a very, very good father. I mean, that's saying something when your ex-partner is coming out defending you.
2: Well,
1: and, and not even just her, but he also dated or married, um, can't remember exactly what their relationship was, but he was with Winona Ryder for a while and she did the same thing. Yeah, She was like, this goes completely against everything that I know about the guy.
0: And that was back in the nineties, like back when Winona Ryder was really relevant and, and he was just kind of an up and coming actor. I remember she was the star when they were dating. That's oh, why it was such yeah. a big, a big, um, you know, relationship at the time. Um,
1: well, and it's, I think that one of these things, like, and I think especially with, like, domestic violence, that isn't something, I don't think, I don't know, like, my, my limited, or my experience is kind of limited, but I don't think that that's just something that pops up. Right. I feel like the other previous relationships would be like, you know, I saw some warning signs, like, it escalated a couple times or whatever. Right. But, like, being with someone for 14 years and then them coming out and being like, I, I've never seen anything remotely like this. It's huge.
0: Yeah. It's huge. And another thing that's interesting is when Hurt split up with her, um, the partner Ty- Tysia, Tysia Von Ray at the same time, USA Today reported that Hurt was arrested in 2009 on a charge of physically assaulting then-girlfriend Van Rie at a Seattle-Tacoma t- International Airport in Washington. The two got into a disagreement after Hurt allegedly grabbed and hit Van Rie's arm. So the charges were eventually dropped, but um, however, with Van Rie herself saying that Heard was wrongfully accused by cops who misinterpreted and over-sensualized the incident. Mm-hmm. But that's interesting. Hurd was the one that was arrested. Heard was the one who was accused of being violent. And... It's pretty common in domestic violence um situations where charges are eventually dropped because the other side chooses not to then testify
1: yeah well and it's it's interesting because i feel like a lot of this stuff kind of mirrors what happened with johnny depp which it was like you know there are these like accusations and then she's like oh no like it it's it's been overblown like and then and even when she's talking to him she's like i mean that's that's some particularly damning evidence right where sh- she's like admitting to hitting him
0: right and the timeline of the um of her making the allegations of the domestic violence is also very very in my mind skeptical we get a lot of domestic violence claims in our cases in family law cases and of course they all come out you know at the head of a lead into a divorce mm-hmm. And then you, you always want to look for the past history of the parties. I mean, have the cops been called? Have domestic charges been filed before? Have protective orders been filed before? And I would say in some cases, yes. And therefore, you see a pattern of domestic violence. And so it's more credible to the fact that, you know, the tipping point that led to the divorce probably happened. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times we get... Absolutely no evidence. There's yeah. no evidence that there's been domestic violence. There's no charges. There's nothing that really could lead to, you know, this basis that this has been happening for years and years. And a lot of times we und- we see um, that they then are, you know, a lot of times we have to defend and fight against domestic violence because we just don't believe it happened. And and unfortunately, there's those cases that it's used as a weapon mm-hmm. in the divorce. Yeah. It's used against that person. And you know, Amber Heard's timing of it makes me wonder if that's exactly what it was done for.
1: Yeah, cause I mean, it just, well, and, and the other, well, but it came after, right? Like, yes. weren't they like sorting things out?
0: Yes, so we're gonna get to that. That's, the, the timeline is interesting. So in 2014, Heard was spotted wearing an engagement ring, which again, was a little bit interesting because in our mind, Johnny Depp didn't believe in marriage. So all of a sudden, you know, he, and, and it's funny because the engagement ring was big. It was ginormous. I mean, it's, it, it's huge. The joke was that it, you know, it was the ring is the rock that sunk the Titanic. You know, (laughs) that's how big it was. And so, um, and then Depp himself seemed to confirm the engagement in a video interview with the Daily Mail after discussing wedding planning and pointing out that he was wearing a chick's ring on his finger. Which is interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, So then in 2015, Depp and Heard married in a private ceremony. Okay. Again, they've been dating now for over two years. Never heard any kind of inklings that they've had fights, that they've broken up and then gotten back together. You know what? You know, there's just no evidence leading up to their marriage that, you know, they were having problems. Yeah. Or that somehow Depp was this, you know violent man
1: yeah this volatile yeah. person in
0: fact it, it, in my mind Depp has always approached him so I, I always feel like when you you hear Depp you, when you see Depp's character in um movies a lot of times it transitions to his life like he is he is Jack Sparrow yeah. his character I believe was very very based off of the fact of his personal like laissez-faire attitude mm-hmm. and you know he he every time you see him in news presence, he's very kind and very gentle and, um, you know, tries to be kind of witty and funny. Yeah.
1: Like like I just watching watching him talk and like hearing him in interviews, like I just feel cooler by proxy. Yeah. And like and there is like a calming way that he speaks and like presents himself. Right. And I think I don't think that that's like he's an actor, of course, but I don't think that like that's something that you can really do unless... That's coming from like a place of sincerity. Right.
0: I think when they casted him for Johnny Depp, just like Iron Man, the, the casting directors had this very, very distinct thought of what he could bring to the character. But Johnny Depp made Jack Sparrow. Yeah. Any other actor couldn't have made that character the way that he could have. I mean, he's very talented obviously as an actor, but I just, I felt like he was, he was, he took that role and made it his own. Yeah. Um, so so then um so they're married for a couple years again no like inklings that there's been like domestic violence or this the problem so
1: well and also like this was in the height of me being in law school yeah. so this is a black hole for me
0: like <laughs> <laughs> you're like i don't remember
1: but so was there like it seems like they were taking like a very like private approach to the whole relationship. Like were there lots of news stories or anything going on at the time?
0: I think I remember just like just normal um, amounts of exposure. You know, they were always photographed together. Um, Johnny Depp has always been private. So if you go and try to Google him specifically, he has always been private. So um, that's why he, you know, his partner and him raised their kids in France because they wanted to really reduce the paparazzi in his life and keep his kids from, um, that lifestyle. Right. Um, so I don't remember him being on the front of every page and just being hounded by the press. I don't remember that. Um, but again, I'm not this like gossip column
2: person either where,
0: you know, I'll, I'll be flipping through and read an article if it catches my eye. So in 2016, um, they filed from divorce and that's when, um, Her did she did actually um, accuse him of physical abuse. Now she filed for divorce and she obtained actually a temporary restraining order. Um, She alleged that Depp had physically abused her during their relationship and said it was usually while under the influences of drugs and alcohol, which I think is an important factor because um, because, again, it's, you know, he's is he doing drugs? Is he, you know, having a substance abuse problem? And is that, you know, something that's leading to these intense moments or whatnot? So um, she alleged at the time that um, he threw her phone, his phone at her, leaving her with a bruised face, um, which is interesting. It, like, yeah. you know, again, you just look at the logistics of that and you're like, what? Like nobody, nobody gets a thrown f- and it just hits their face. Like, yeah. you put your arms up, you turn your face, you t- hit the back or whatever. Yeah. Um. So again, that, that comment made me raise my eyebrow a little well, bit.
1: And And in one of, and I mean, at this point, like, it's just a lot of, like, rampant speculation and, like, gossip. But there was a statement from a I think it was like a makeup artist that she had worked with previously and was working with at the time. Right. And he was like, no, she didn't have a bruise on her face around right. this time. So like that, that also is like a bit eyebrow raising.
0: Right, exactly. And I, I actually believe that there is a pretty big um, discrepancy in the police report to the photos that were presented in the defamation case, which we'll get to. Um. So. So. Um. So the police came and they investigated the domestic violence incident and um, they found that no crime had taken place. I mean, that speaks very, very loud as well with the incident that at the time the police did an investigation and didn't charge Johnny Mm -hmm. Depp. Um, So I think that that's interesting. Now, Depp has denied these accusations through his representative. Um, he believed that it was so that she could secure a premature financial resolution of abusing. So so this is where it gets interesting. So a $7 million settlement was reached out of court on August 16, 2016. Now, again, this was pre-Aquaman, but Amber Heard's no, like, you know, nobody. Like, mm-hmm. she's, she's an actress in herself. Obviously, Johnny Depp makes a lot of money in what he was doing. So, but I thought that it was interesting that, um, you know, the fact that she was able to get $7 million out of Johnny Depp is interesting, but she testified under oath at a deposition. Um, but a settlement was eventually reached after she re- withdrew her request for a domestic violence restraining order. So she withdrew the request and then she also rescinded her spousal support request of 50,000 a month. Depp and Heard also released a joint statement saying, our relationship was intensely passionate and at times volatile, but always bound by love. Neither party has made false accusations for financial gain.
1: I, that just, I'm sorry, but that just has so many weasel words in it. Like, neither party has made false allegations mm-hmm. for financial gain. Right. So, like, have they made other accusations that weren't for financial gain? Exactly. Like, I just... That statement is a, a lawyer wrote that.
0: Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it continued that said there was never any intent of physical or emotional harm. I think that's huge. Yeah. And then she received $7 million, but she claimed she donated it to charity, which that's the biggest part of the salaciousness is that she claims she donated it to charity, but she never provided proof of that. Mm-mm. And so just so you know, I'm going to, uh, you know, do a spoiler of the like a little bit of the end result. The American judge in the um, defamation case that's going on here is actually ordered she turn over proof that she donated it to yeah. charity.
1: Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. So I'm
0: excited to see that. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to see. Um, so in 2017, the divorce was finalized, and we were like, okay, great. Go your merry way, take mm-hmm. your $7 million, donate it to charity, and let's be done let let's move on. Um, it, it was crazy because Depp retained sole possession of all his properties, including his private Island in the Bahamas, as well as a collection of classic cars and motorcycles. So that is something I have heard about Johnny Depp. He is absolutely horrid with his money. Oh, like very, very, um, um, in line with, um, um, Nicholas Cage. Oh, okay. So he always has to continually working because he is just like, he buys crazy art he i mean he he's he, when you say johnny depp makes a lot of money he spends a lot of money yeah so just, i have heard that
1: i have not I, did, I didn't know about that that he's just financially right. irresponsible right which is interesting yeah
0: but um the hollywood report um reporter reported that a non-disparagement clause was inserted into the settlement that prevented either party from saying anything negative about the high profile profile relationship and breakup. And I wanted to talk about that. That's super important on this case because she, first of all, agreed that she would not say anything that would disparage Johnny Depp. That's going to go in future conversations. We're going to have in a second. But the second thing is, is that that is, that is usually that that's standard.
1: Yeah, that that was going to be my question. I'm like, isn't that just, you put that in every, like, because we, it's not quite disparagement, but we put the same right. stuff in like our stipulations and our divorce decrees. Right. It's like, don't talk crap about the other side. Right.
0: Just go on your merry way, take mm-hmm. your money and you guys are divorced now. You don't have to be in that passionate or volatile relationship anymore and go on your merry way. So, um, so this is where it just gets a little interesting and frustrating In 2018, in December, Heard wrote an op-ed for the Washington Post saying she was abused. Um, She wanted to speak about treatment of women in domestic abuse cases. She says, I became a public figure representing domestic abuse, and I felt the full force of our culture's wrath for women who speak out. Depp himself was never mentioned by name. But... Let's let's talk about that. Well, first of all, she was charged with domestic abuse, abuse in 2011, remember, or 2009, whenever that was. And then, and then now she signed a non-disparagement, but now she wants to be the representative and the face for domestic violence.
1: Well, and, like, she doesn't mention him by name, but the last person that she was, like, in a relationship with was a woman. So if she's talking about, like, spousal abuse from a man, then, yeah. like, who else is she going to be
2: talking
0: exactly. about? Exactly. And she specifically said that our relationship was intensely passionate and at times volatile but always bound by love neither party has made a false accusation so she basically made this statement there was never any intent of physical emotional harm she made she agreed with that statement but now she wants to come out as the face of domestic violence I mean that in my mind is a little bit of offense for the women that actually are in domestic violence situations
1: absolutely
0: like first of all girl you're rich like you're in such a different world second of all don't come out and say well i got financial gain from a divorce we were both volatile you know it was never meant to be you know an abusive situation and then now you want to come you know two years later and say but just kidding i want to be the face of domestic violence yeah i think that that's horrible oh yeah and so she writes this op-ed and Depp Depp was never mentioned by name like you said but just like you said we know that that's yeah. what she's talking about and I don't know what's going on in her mind to think that she needed to do this
1: well and also like the thing that because I, I was just looking into it while we were talking about it like 2018 was a banner year for her she was in three different movies yeah like it's not like she's hurting for pl- pu- for publicity right. like it's just Is this a cry for attention? Like, what are you doing?
0: Well, exactly. And why would you all of a sudden come now to say, I want to be the face of domestic violence when you were clearly okay in your divorce decree to say, well, I won't disparage you. And I specifically made a statement that says that the relationship was volatile, but never meant to be violent. Yeah. I mean, I just, I'm sitting here like frustrated Mm -hmm. because I feel in a day and age where we need to be supporting women in domestic violence situations. We need to be, make sure that they have a safe split space to be heard and that they know that they can get help, that they'll be believed, And I'm going to be their ally to have somebody come out in the public and almost make a sham of that Mm -hmm. where it could possibly hurt other women. I mean, I just don't think she knew or understood how, frustrating this would be for somebody that defends against domestic violence every day.
1: Yeah. And that's, and it's just, it's one of the worst, like you're saying, it's one of the worst things about it because it's what like 99% of like abuse claims are usually verifiable and and something did happen. Yeah. And so like, and then this one case where like there are probably some false ac- accusations are getting, is getting blown up and getting so much media attention, which I think is just really destructive yeah. to the whole process.
0: It's so frustrating. So, of course, Depp, who has, again, denied any of these accusations, sued her for a $50 million defamation over this Washington Post article. The suit said that Heard is not a victim of domestic abuse. She is a perpetrator, which there's a little bit of evidence to support that statement and denied that because she mutually agreed that they had a volatile relationship. Yeah, but it was always bound in love. I mean, she specifically said that. Instead, the suit said that Hurd's allegations were part of an elaborate hoax to generate positive publicity for the actress, which, again, just like you said, she was doing well. Mm-hmm. Leave it be. Yeah. So Depp's lawyer said the op-ed and depended on the central premise that Miss Hurd was a domestic um, abuse victim and that Mr. Depp perpetrated domestic violence against her. In a court filing, that attempted to dismiss depths defamation suit her detailed multiple instances of alleged abuse that she said occurred during the marriage and referred to him as the monster per variety and that's where this case just turned to me being frustrated by amber heard's actions yeah because all of a sudden he challenged her on this and she now came out with this litany of list and said okay now i have evidence to prove he was a domestic abuse violence you know Mm -hmm. and let me show you yeah why now why wasn't it put in the temporary restraining order in the in the original yeah why would she dismiss it yeah
1: and 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 we know like temporary restraining orders or temporary protective orders are usually just rubber stamped Mm -hmm. like they just hand those out and it's later down the line when when we see that get awarded less often is for the permanent one
0: Right. So I do want to talk um real fast. There so he he sued her in America for defamation, but in London he sued her for, I believe, libel because it was written word and he wanted to prove that it was false. But now I'm getting I need to let's see. Okay. Yeah. So he, he sued her for libel and that's when she came out with a lot of these allegations of he's a monster. And, um, what happened was, is that heard spoke outside the court. Um, Oh, I wanted to say, so, um, let's see. So he sued her for libel and, um, and that's when a lot of this stuff came out and it was really, really frustrating because the judge, Was not, I believe, fair in stepping in in the libel case in Britain. And in fact, um, Johnny Depp's suit was dismissed Mm -hmm. and um, the libel case was dismissed. And the court actually made a finding that he, I think, 10 out of the 12 accusations she made about the um, about the abuse were true and happened. Um, And. Johnny was um, kind of actually um, he he got another blow because he appealed the decision in Britain and the appellate court said Mm -hmm. you don't have standing to that. The judge made a methodical finding and therefore so. So that was a pretty hard hit for him.
1: Well, and the interesting thing about this and this is kind of when when my ears perked up and I started following the story a little bit closer because, you know, I mean, I'm I'm. I'm the kind of person that's going to believe the woman when these allegations are being made. And then he starts producing and presenting all of this evidence to the contrary. And like, that's when I started paying a bit more attention Mm -hmm. to it. And I think that that's really interesting is that he presents like a bunch of evidence and I'm not seeing a whole lot from her side.
0: Yeah. She claimed that she still had scars on her arms and feet from an incident where Depp allegedly threw her through a ping pong table and dragged her through broken glass. Yeah. Oh my gosh.
1: Yeah. That would be the level of like damage and injury that would result from that is is insane. Like being dragged through glass.
0: Right. And we've seen this all the time. Like that, that if that really did happen, if she had this evidence, why would she have dismissed that temporary restraining order? Mm -hmm. Because that is, that is abuse. That's scary. And she would have needed that protection. And in fact, if she had evidence at that time, her attorney would have told her not to dismiss it because they could go to court and easily have would have won that that yeah. hearing. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 a, it, again I think frustrating that it didn't come out until he sued her, mm-hmm. and then it was like, yeah. Well, now I'm
2: going to
1: prove, <laughs> yeah, which and she she instigated it from the get go, right? Like she's the one who like went went with the op-ed. Like Johnny Depp, I, I imagine was ready to just go on and live his life and never right. worry about this again, right? And well, then –
0: it, and, and Johnny, um, from these accusations, I mean, that's where we come into cancel culture. I mean, he has lost. So, so in in 2020, phone recordings were released in which Heard admitted to hitting debt. Mm-hmm. And in January, so so Heard is Heard saying, "I'm sorry that I didn't hit you across the face in a proper slap, but I was hitting you. It was not punching you, babe. You're not punched. I mean, she admits it. Yeah. So um
1: and then also she's doing that thing which i think abusers are very known for which is like let's downplay it like let me like tell you like let me gaslight you a little yeah. bit like oh yeah like i slapped you but was that a hit yeah like you said i hit you like i didn't hit you and i i, I find that I, I, that mirrors a lot of the stuff that we see where where the abuser tries to downplay it and tries to gaslight
0: yeah And that's exactly right. She's like, you're fine. Mm -hmm. You know, that, that happens a lot where women hit men and they want to believe that it's not that big of a deal. I absolutely agree. A man should never touch a woman like they're, they're humanly stronger Mm -hmm. and they could hurt, do more damage. But at the end of the day, a woman should never touch a man in anger or in hitting like, we're, we need to be in a world where we understand that domestic violence is serious and it's wrong and neither party should be touching each other. Yeah. yeah. And I talk about that in my book, No One Dies From Divorce, is that physical abuse in any shape, form is never okay. No, yeah. Ever.
1: I mean, we've moved past like that Neanderthal mindset where it's yeah. like me mad, me punch. Yeah. Like exactly. you, you got to get past, like we can't, That's not the society that we live in anymore. Like, it's inappropriate. And I think that, like, finishing that quote off where she says, I don't know what the motion of my actual hand was, but you're fine. I did not hurt you. I did not punch you. I was hitting you. I'm sorry. Like, we're splitting hairs over, like, the difference between a punch and a hit. Yeah. Like.
0: Well, and she's heard on the recording to say, I can't promise you I won't get physical again she's like sometimes i effing oh no she says i effing sometimes get so mad i lose it i mean that's on the recording yeah that depp hadn't you know played out until she decided to all of a sudden come back with these 20 accusations now so it was on july seventh, 2020 that the the three-week libel trial began and um and Depp fought news newspapers, the publisher of The Sun, in a court over a 2018 new, uh, article in which they called him a wife-beater in reference to Depp and Hurd's former marriage. And then Depp sued both the publisher and The Sun's executive editor Dan Wooten for libel. Now remember, this libel in, um, in Britain was not against Amber. Mm-hmm. It was against the publishing companies that published it, which makes sense because libel has to be a written word and it has to have been proven to be false. But obviously, Amber came in to testify to that because mm-hmm. if they could prove the accusations or the written word were true, then it can't be libel. Right. Um, so that's where, in this same um, hearing, Ryder, who we talked about, Winona Ryder and Paradis, his last you know partner, both provided statements in depth defense. Ryder wrote, the idea that he is an incredibly violent person is the farthest thing from the Johnny I knew and loved. I cannot wrap my head around these accusations. And then Paradis wrote that Hurd's accusations are nothing like the true Johnny I have known. And from my personal experience of many years, I can say he was never violent or abusive to me. I mean, that speaks volumes. Volumes.
1: Yeah. Well, and it's just, it's so interesting because now we're seeing like, Heard has a past history of maybe some some violent tendencies with previous, um, you know, uh, people that she's been in a relationship with. Yeah. And then Johnny's showing like that he's having the exact opposite. Like his experiences that like these women that that are no longer with him are coming to his defense.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of times it's he said, she said. Right. Mm And that's when the evidence really has to come into play, like what happened prior. And, you know, in my mind, there, you know, she all of a sudden come, came out with this evidence she claims that she had. And I just think the court should have scrutinized it. Mm-hmm. A lot of when with this, he, he said, she said, it's kind of credibility. And we understand what domestic violence charges, a lot of times they're too scared to call the cops. You know, we get that. We understand that. But, The problem was, is that she had protection in the divorce in 2016. She got that temporary restraining order. So what was keeping her from bringing that evidence at that time? He couldn't have touched her. She could have called the cops. He could have gone to jail. Um, She was getting the protection that was so, that is so needed and, and there for domestic violence. Right. Um, And so that's where I just think credibility should have come in a lot more. Mm Mm-hmm. Because on November second, unfortunately, the court ruled against Depp in the liable trial. Um, it was three months after the blockbuster trial began. Judge Mr. Justice Nickel ruled that the son was correct in reporting that Depp was violent toward his ex-wife Amber Heard. In reaching his ruling, Nickel referred to 14 separate incidences that son lawyers cited to justifying call- calling Depp a wife beater, which it's just bad. Following the ruling, a spokesman for the Sun said the Sun has stood up and campaigned for the victims of domestic violence abuse for over 20 years. Domestic violence abuse victims may, must never be silenced. And we th- thank the judge for the careful consideration and thank Amber Heard for her courage in giving evidence to the court. In a statement seen by the BBC, Heard's lawyer in the U.S. said, For those of us present for the London High Court trial, this dis..." This decision and ju- judgment are not a surprise. Very soon, we will be presenting even more voluminous evidence in the U.S. Which that's another comment that I would be like, "What? You have more evidence?
1: Yeah, let's see it.
0: Like you're just you're just holding your cards until you you know, like what is this? Like, yeah. like court is not like the movies where mm-hmm. you know they walk into court and then they have this damning testimony, this damning evidence, and all of a sudden." Damn, you got it, me. Like, it it just doesn't work that way.
1: Yeah, you present your, your evidence weeks in advance. Yeah. Sometimes months in advance.
0: Yeah. And Johnny, again, has defended and denied all of this claims. And this decision is as perverse as it's bewildering. Most troubling is the judge's reliance on the testimony of Amber Heard and corresponding disregard of the mountain of counter evidence from police officers, medical practitioners, her own former assistant, other unchallenged witnesses, an array of documentary evidence which completely undermined the allegations point by point. I think that's hard. Now, I do want to make a couple comments. This was a lawsuit against um, the the press, mm-hmm. which we know that the courts have generally tried to protect, at least in America, the freedom of the press, right. first amendment. Obviously the first amendment does not apply in Britain. However, it they still have some kind of belief that there should be freedom of the press. And, and I think that this was like a protection of that because again, I do believe that the press, makes a lot of money from celestious things i think they lie a lot um and if you i mean if you just check the 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 way that the that the media is able to twist and lie and misstate things but yet they get away with it all the time
1: well and like the the paparazzi in the uk is like horrendous like i mean they're they're the reason that princess diana got killed like they the What we get for paparazzi here is pales in comparison to like right. how horrible it is, right, just across the pond
0: exactly it's so bad, and you know I don't want to get political on the ridden House you know thing that came down, but if you listen to that trial and then you look at what the media is portraying, it is so different mm-hmm. it's so wrong and that's that's a problem and yeah. so many of us believe more in google and the media and because because they're putting it on the website and it's flashing in banners on your facebook and it it it's just there and so much as you know we we are just taking information as truth from the media who guys all they are there for is to make more money Mm -hmm. if you don't believe the media is a for profit then you are you're misguided they will do and say anything to make more money
2: well
1: and i think one of the things that happens is like even now the media is so polarized and i think one of the best things that you could do to get a full like understanding of an issue is go to the other side like find the sources that you disagree with and like get their perspective on it and then you can use both sides to build up like your own belief Right. like and i think that like it is somewhere in the middle usually where the truth lies
0: yeah it's it's so true and it's just but you know most people don't want to do that they want their Mm -hmm. information from an article yeah um so just to let you know Deb. Launched a fifty million case against against Hurd in the U.S. over the Washington Post for defamation. So his libel was dismissed, and then he had launched this fifty million case against Hurd. So that's interesting because. um because they filed a motion to dismiss on the defamation case in the US saying, basically rest judicata, Mm -hmm. which that means double, you know, double jeopardy, like you can't sue people in two jurisdictions for the same thing. Like you can't, you can't, you know, forum shop, which means you can't just go to state to state to try to sue people to get a different result. However, the judge was very, very specific in the defamation. They denied the motion to dismiss. Based on the fact that he was not suing Heard in the um, and libel and defamation are completely two different laws.
1: Well, and and even then, like under res judicata, like you have to have same parties right. in same positions. Yeah. and so the fact that like the newspaper is no longer a party and it's just Amber Heard, like your your argument for res judicata is just should be should be dismissed should be right. thrown out.
0: Right, and, and so Johnny got that good news and the fact that the defamation is going to go forward. But but this is where I wanna go with this is that four days later after the libel um you know, ruling came down, Depp announced that he had been asked to resign from the role as Grindwall in Fantastic Beasts Beast Three. And so this is where cancel culture kinda goes in a little bit. And Johnny has been very, very vocal about it, is that cancel culture has gone to a point of not what it was supposed to do. You know, you know when we talk about the Harry Weinsteins or the Epsteins um, of the world, you know, in every shape, fashion, those people needed to be canceled, they needed to be tried, they needed to be sentenced, and they should never see the light of day.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But when we're talking about something that's so, vol, you know, one sided in the he said she said of domestic violence in this specific case where where you know we know that Amber Heard has been violent. We she's admitted it, you know, and this has become kind of as a counterattack to him, you know, suing her for, you know, what he thought was done with mm-hmm. I think is frustrating. I mean, first of all, he's an amazing Grindwall.
1: Mm -hmm. yeah he's terrifying
0: and and the fact that he's now going to have to be replaced i think is frustrating as a fan yeah um second of all she specifically made a statement that their even though that their relationship was volatile was always done in law so for him coming out and then suing her for libel and now this judge making this now you're saying that you're going to cancel him
2: Mm -hmm.
0: i mean that's frustrating to me. oh yeah um because if they really wanted to be an advocate for domestic violence, Ew. Amber Heard should be canceled from Aquaman. Mm-hmm. Cause she admits that she had violence and it's just going to kind of be, if we're going to base it off of credibility of both parties, they both shouldn't be found credible and she should be canceled as well. Yeah, And I don't really understand the Hollywood f- streamline of thinking for now believing that they should cancel one of the biggest movie stars of all time who has support from his post relationships that he's not a violent person who is one of the best I think portrayals of you know he's been canceled now from the um Jack Sparrow franchise I mean he is Jack Sparrow
1: Yeah yeah I I dare you to try and find somebody who will fit that role better
0: It just it 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 just was what I believe is it, it it swung the the, you know, pendulum just a little too far. Um when we specifically have a statement from Amber Heard f- through their divorce, you know, that that they're not gonna disparage each other and that that, you know, there was never meant to be domestic violence in that relationship.
1: Well and even then, like I think that if we're gonna if we're if we want to be a part of if we want a culture that defends people, victims of domestic violence, then it should be for both sides. Mm -hmm. Like it can't just be for women. I think that like men are often not as often, of course, but like men are are often, you know, victims of domestic violence as well. And if we're going to support we need to support both. Like it can't just be for women. Right. And the fact that like, Johnny Depp has had to bend over backwards to provide evidence and like counter the narrative that's being built against him, I think is, 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 is disappointing.
0: Yeah. And you have to remember a libel case, it's, um, preponderance of the evidence. So it's, it, it's so much lower than like a criminal case, which would, you know, beyond a reasonable doubt it's, it's basically, you have to tip the scale, you know, a little bit toward, you know, so
1: it's 51%, 51%
0: you know, so it's a lower burden. The libel case was dismissed. You know, Amber didn't, um, lose any money from that. Um, and, and we still have this defamation case going and we haven't seen that played out. I think, I think it's frustrating. The, the other thing that's interesting is fantastic beast has to pay him for his contract.
1: Yeah. I found that really interesting,
0: you know, an eight figure sum for his work. And so that's another thing that I'm like, okay, so what if we come out and show that Amber Heard was lying? Mm-hmm. Well, the movie's already going to be made. He's already been replaced. Then what? Yeah. Are, is Fantastic Beast going to make up for that?
1: Yeah. Is is, four, is for Fantastic Beasts 4, does he come back? Right. Like, are we just doing a revolving door of, like, who's going to take the place of Grindelwald?
0: Yeah. I, 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 and that's where cancel culture comes to a play of, you know they had to make this decision. I'm sure they didn't make it lightly, but you know, did they really feel like that ruling was going to somehow destroy the film?
1: Well, it's almost like it's just, you even get a whiff of something like this and it's like, shut it down, get them out. And like, and, and like you're saying, like it is, it is an aspect of cancel culture where it's like, you know, it's not, like the court doesn't matter. It's the court of public opinion that is ultimately going to be the one deciding. But
0: why, but why is the public opinion, um, case to case because Angelina Jolie made horrible accusations against Brad Pitt. He wasn't canceled and he fought six years to clear his name on those. And now he has 50, 50 custody of his kids, you know? So. So why isn't Johnny given the exact same ability to clear his name? Right. You know, he's denied the accusations. Amber's come out and said that there wasn't an intent for domestic violence within the relationship. Why? So why him? I
1: mean, it makes me wonder if it if it plays into his personality where he is a private person. And so this is the worst possible thing for him because he's like, oh, my gosh, like I didn't do it. Here's all this. Like, let me present you with this proof. And like, can we please just like move on from this? Yeah. And it seems like he's not going to be able to. And it makes me wonder if like that's a part of her play is that she knows that he is a kind like private person. Yeah. And that this is just going to be like horrible for him.
0: Yeah. I don't understand it. And. Unfortunately, you know, his he was denied the pill in the the um, in London. But now but the judge ruled, you know, just a few weeks ago in the defamation case here in America that their motion to dismiss was denied and he's going to get another day in court to show, you know, to prove. And from the evidence that I've seen with the case in the libel, I do believe that the court did not didn't listen so much to Amber Heard's, you know. I mean, and there's so much evidence to show that she doctored pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, what's interesting is the the judge here in the U.S. has ordered that she has to prove, first of all, that she paid the $7 million to charity. I think that will be interesting. She has to turn over all of her emails. Oh, really? Yeah. I um, didn't catch that. About, about the specific incidents. Um, she's, um, you know, because there is belief that she doctored pictures. Um, and so the judge said, I'm going to approve your discovery requests.
1: Well, and like everything's done through email now. So there would be an email of her sending a picture to somebody and being like, hey, doctor this.
0: Yeah. So it was actually a very, very big um, step for him in being able to get some of this evidence. And if we show that she's lying, um, you know, it'll be interesting. Is she going to be canceled?
1: Well, and there—I mean, there is there. There's a petition, I think, currently to get her off of Aquaman.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing. As I'm, I'm like, well, maybe you know, there needs to be a, there needs to be a way of, you know, canceling her. I don't know.
1: Well, and actually, no, I take that back because I, I saw an update to that. Um, so she actually is, she has been removed from the role, um, and it's now Amelia Clark, which I think is interesting because she was opposite of. Jason Momoa previously. Mm -hmm. So it's like Cal Drogo and Khaleesi all over again. Yeah. Under the sea.
0: It's crazy. Um, So she's going to have to um, prove that she donated the money. Um, And then, you know, we're going to have to see what happens. Because Johnny Depp believes that he's being boycotted from Hollywood. And again, it's like, it's Johnny Depp. Like... You know, it's Johnny Depp. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what else to say. And I just feel like this case was one of those that, you know, was done correctly. I felt like it was fair in the divorce. Mm-hmm. And it's just unfortunate that um, Amber has just decided to now just, you know. And I, and it really was a retaliation to the libel suit. Um, the other thing that I think is frustrating, and I think Johnny will probably go this direction is he should file a contempt against her in the divorce action Yeah, um, for her speaking negatively about him and you know inferences are inferences it's just like we tell our parents on social media like don't infer like oh you know he's such a jerk he is the worst person in the world because just because you don't state his name doesn't mean it's not gonna get back to the court
1: right yeah, the use of like a pronoun of he, like everybody knows who you're talking about.
0: Right. Right. So, um So anyways, I I think this is going to be interesting how it plays out mm-hmm. with the with the defamation case, you know, and um at the end of the day, I want the truth and I want um the credibility of the parties to come through. Um I as an attorney, I'm really I'm really Frustrated by Amber Heard's position. I am frustrated about the evidence that came out after the suit was filed against the Washington Post that that wasn't put in the divorce. And, and I'm really frustrated that Amber Heard wanted to make her name as the domestic violence survivor when she was obviously clearly just as volatile. And, you know, if she committed des- domestic violence. Yeah. You, you know, and she got out. Mm-hmm. You know, and she got out with money. Um, which we need to be having a safe space for those women that don't have that. Yeah. And you know, and a lot of these women out there need to hear, like, we know you're not fighting back Yeah. because you're scared to death Mm -hmm. and domestic violence is never okay. And if you're in that position, please call the domestic violence hotline. There is help out there. There are people out there that will help you and give you all the support that you need to get out of that situation. And, I want you to know that Sterling and I are allies for that. We um, never condone domestic violence and um, we want you to feel, be strong and know that, that there's help and that, you know, there's people out there that are hearing you. Absolutely. So with that, you guys, we're so excited. Anyways, it was another good podcast. Um, Very, very interesting. We'll see what happens with Johnny Depp and Amber Heard.
1: Oh, yeah. And then the next thing on this is there is that documentary from Discovery Plus bringing and they are it's a two part series where they're actually going to be presenting both sides, which I find like that will be fascinating. It will be
0: fascinating. And it goes to another way of money, you know. Money can do anything because Amber Heard's going to get paid to say her side. And so is Johnny. It will be interesting to see discovery. Plus I'm actually really excited for that. Yeah. Thanks Sterling for being here. I um, really enjoyed this episode. I hope you did too. If you have a celebrity that you want all the salacious gossip about, please email me community at jillcoil.com. We would love to be able to bring all of that information to you. Again, community at jillcoyle.com. Until next time, no one dies from divorce. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed, please subscribe, follow, and share. I'd love to hear your questions and feedback. You can contact me at community at jillcoyle.com. See you next time. I am an attorney, but I am not your attorney. Any advice given on the podcast is general and shall not be construed as legal advice.